Welcome. I am your host, Christine, and this is the Self-Esteem Truths Podcast, a podcast about discovering the truth about who we are, why we struggle, and how we can overcome. This podcast is designed to help you transform your life as we dive weekly into new questions about self-esteem truths. Hi, I'm Christine, and this is episode 85. I see a lot of people being miserable and putting themselves in dangerous situations and even being harmed in part due to what we're going to talk about today. Today, we're talking about how you interact with negative, angry, mean, destructive people. And these people could be the family that you're living with and you might not have much of a choice right now but to interact with them. Or these could be strangers, the person with road rage on the road, an angry employee, a pissed off customer, your current partner's ex. It doesn't really matter who they are. It matters where their energy's at. And what I mean by that is how fast is their heart rate going? How fast is their mind running? Are they vibrating with anger? Are they seething with frustration? Are you calm just by being around them because they are calm? That's what I mean when I say their energy. And most of us are able to pick up on this. And I want you to be a bit more in tune when you're dealing with people about where their energy is at. Because there's a few things about this that is going to interrupt your ability to be happy, make you miserable, potentially ruin your day, put you in a dangerous situation, or even get you hurt. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Sometimes there's this misguided idea that to face a bully, face somebody who's being rude or nasty to you, the correct response is to meet them where they're at. Get back in their face. Get loud too. And while I'm not going to say that there's never a time and place for that, usually that's not going to help the situation and, in fact, can escalate the situation. While it breaks my heart to hear of people in home life where their spouse isn't being helpful, their kids aren't being helpful, everyone's taking from them, they're drained, they're frustrated, they're hurting, they're needing a break. And we'll address that today. The other thing that really upsets me with this is when people are physically harmed by someone else because of this. And I want you to understand that a lot of this can be avoided if you know what to do and why. So let's talk about first meeting their energy. You've heard it. You don't put out fire with fire, right? And you know when people say that they're talking about angry people. You're not going to get them to stop being angry by being angry too. But let's talk a little bit about why that doesn't work. When somebody is that angry, when they are coming at you, they are feeling triggered Something emotionally has set them off. They perceive some hurt by you to them. There may not actually be a hurt, but they are perceiving a hurt. And their response is not emotionally healthy because they would have started somewhere lower than anger. Does that make sense? So if you get angry too, you're just re-triggering the trigger. (laughs) Instead of there being a little fire, now there's a big fire. So they're just going to continue to escalate. Now, again, we have these misguided ideas. Real men don't back down. If you're an alpha, you'll stand your ground. Sure, in some situations, not these. Not when somebody is this angry and acting irrationally. So there's a few things to be very aware of. And this first one might sting a little bit. But where is your pride? Because besides your pride, how does it hurt you to go 
okay, man, and walk away? How does it completely derail your day to let somebody honk at you and flip you off and you just keep on driving where you're headed? How much does it totally shift how you would have spent your time if they're angry at home about they don't want to help you do the dishes and you just don't fight them about it? Instead of wasting two hours having a huge fight, and then you're stuck doing the dishes anyways. How is it hurting you to just let it go? Besides hurting your pride, it doesn't hurt you. Having your pride hurt in these moments is a somewhat common response. But remember, we don't have to give value to people's opinion of us or reaction to us when they're coming from this place. So it doesn't actually need to affect you. The second thing I want you to consider is whether or not you have blinders on. Now I'm talking about emotional blinders here. If you have emotional blinders on, that's what will cause you to have an experience with somebody and be shocked by their response or their behavior. Maybe not see something coming. We tend to have emotional blinders on with people that we love and care about or people that we're trying to nicely interact with or safely interact with. You can have emotional blinders on in a work environment where all the clients, patients, inmates, customers blend together and you stop seeing them as individuals. And the thing is, if you have your emotional blinders on, you're going to get caught off guard, and there's a potential that you could get caught up in an unsafe situation. And then we circle back to pride, because pride might want you to stay in that situation, not cause a scene, figure it out yourself, and not have somebody have to take over for you. And I want to suggest that your safety is way more important than someone else being inconvenienced. And so it is absolutely acceptable in those situations for you to put your safety first and take precautions. So let me give you some examples. A customer comes in, they're laying into you, they're calling you names, they're freaking out because you have red hair and only the devil's children have red hair. You might want to try to stop them verbally. You might want to tell them to leave. You might want to try to reason with them. But I want to suggest that you pay attention to their energy and their emotional cues. They're not being reasonable. Their emotional state is not stable. Therefore, you trying to meet them in some kind of rational place or take a place of authority with them is not going to be very effective. And so at that point, it's perfectly acceptable for you to say, I'm going to step out of this room because obviously my red hair is triggering them in some way so they can't visually see me anymore and allow another employee or a manager to handle the situation. Because you know what? These are the types of situations that escalate. Not always, right? But this is a type of situation that has the potential to go there. And when we Try to stick to social standards and do your job. That's where you have the potential for the situation to escalate and you to get hurt. I always tell you, when somebody tells you who they are, when somebody shows you who they are, believe them. And that also means when you are in a situation that seems to be going sideways and somebody is not abiding by typical social standards, believe them that they are not emotionally stable in that moment and not going to be able to have you rationalize with them or talking them down or standing up to them and trying to dominate and put them in their place. And again, does that work sometimes? Sure. Is it necessary sometimes? Yes. Should you risk it though? I'm going to suggest probably not if you can help it. There are so many stories in the news, especially recently, of road rage turning deadly, of a confrontation leading to serious bodily harm, 
of property destruction after a conflict between strangers. That doesn't have to be you if you pay attention to what I'm telling you here today. About eight years ago, I was burglarized while at my place of business. And while that was scary, the part that hurt me the most was that, gosh darn it, I knew it. I knew it was going to happen. I read their body language because it was a group of them. I had picked up on the energy they had come into this place with, and they came in minutes before closing, which was also odd. So I had all of these clues telling me this is not right, something's wrong, but I didn't do anything. And I want to tell you why. Because part of our training is to not judge people, not be prejudiced, not make assumptions. The customer is always right. Always be professional. And when they first walked in, they weren't doing anything yet that I felt like I could point to and say, this is why they pulled out a gun, they pulled out a knife, they put on ski masks. This is why I freaked out. This is why I pushed the alarm. This is why I called the cops. And so I attempted to work with these quote-unquote customers, wildly uncomfortable, and then we got robbed. I could have said, we're closing in five minutes, guys. Sorry, you'll have to come back later. But that didn't feel socially acceptable. And so I didn't. Now, thankfully, we all got out of there alive. Nobody was injured. We're fine. But that really stuck with me because it didn't have to happen if we as humans are trained more to take our emotional blinders off, to feel like it's okay to make a scene if something is wrong, that we don't have to keep our head down and keep our mouth closed when every part of our being is screaming, something is not right here. So I want to tell you what I wish somebody had told me. And that's that if you see something off, it's okay to react. If you see somebody suddenly causing a scene in a restaurant, it's okay to tell the waiter, bringing my check, we're leaving. If you see somebody flipping out in a parking lot, it's okay to walk back into the store. You don't have to pretend like nothing's happening. You have a right to be aware and put your safety first. You can speak up. Now, I mentioned this at the beginning and we're going to circle back around. This applies in your own home too with your teenagers that don't want to respect you or your partner that doesn't want to respect you or your mother-in-law that doesn't want to respect you, these same rules apply. It's not helpful to meet their energy where they're at. It's not helpful to get angry when they're angry. It's not helpful to get nasty when they're nasty. The best thing that you can do is stay calm, remove yourself, and if you're not going to win the fight, don't get into the fight. Meaning if they're not going to start helping with dishes or paying rent or doing laundry or cleaning up the stuff they've left all over the family room, say it, but don't fight over it with them. You're going to make yourself miserable. You're going to set yourself up for potential harm. You're going to make it harder to be in your space with them angry and resentful at you. Now, I'm not saying just let them get away with it. I'm saying be tactical about how you're responding to it. Now, I'm not going to give examples here because depending on their emotional state, what they're dealing with, mental disorders that might be part of the picture, history of violence, some examples may be very inappropriate for a situation. So no examples on this one. What I will say is use your boundaries that we've talked about extensively. Use your boundaries. Active action. Make sure you're not being silently compliant, right? We've talked about this. No silent agreements that their behavior is okay. And you keep your peace. You choose not to engage. You choose not to get angry. You choose not to get frustrated. Don't meet them where they're at. And now you're acting crazy too. You keep your peace. The less you engage with them, the less they'll be able to have an effect on you. 
and they're going to run out of steam. People that like to get angry at others and bully others do it for the reaction. And if you're not giving them a reaction, it's going to make it really hard for them to keep steam behind what they're saying and doing. Always make sure you're being safe. Believe them when they tell you and show you who they are, what they're thinking, what they're planning. Understand that you cannot shut down somebody else's erratic behavior by conforming to social norms. And so it's okay and necessary at times to try things outside the box. I want you to remember that you have way more control over what is happening in your life around you and to you than you think you do. And that control is most effective when you're operating from a calm place and not reacting to other people's erratic emotional state or behavior. When you're thinking forward to your ultimate goal, when you're having healthy boundaries, and when you're putting your safety first. And keep in mind, you cannot force anyone to comply or change the behavior or change who they are as a person, but you can present a completely different persona of yourself for them to interact with that can shift their behavior as they try to respond to this new self that you're putting forward. So if you're finding yourself getting into multiple arguments with family members, dealing with people's road rage on a regular basis, dealing with angry customers on a regular basis, if this is a part of your life, I want you to understand that you can safely and effectively bring about change. It starts and ends with you. So this week, my challenge for you is to really focus on observing the people around you, recognizing any potential dangers, and acting accordingly from a place of humility, safety, and calmness. That's where true strength comes from. If you want to hear more about this, if you would like for me to go more in depth, please let me know. If you want me to answer questions about your specific situation with this, I'm happy to hear you out and see if there's some suggestions I can give you for your personal situation. Please stay safe, take care of yourself, keep your eyes open, and keep those boundaries strong. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.